Hey, Vessel of Grace. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me tell you more. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. All of the favorite platforms that your listeners would like to listen from. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Vessel of Grace. My name is LaShondra Faines, and I am your host on the Agents of Grace Network podcast, where we are providing you with educational and inspirational content to help you stay grounded in faith, stand on the word of God, and follow through on what you've heard God speak. For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. That's from Habakkuk 2, 14. Welcome to another episode. Hello, Vessels of Grace. My name is LaShondra Faines, and I am here today with special guest Nina Oglesby. Nina is the founder of The Intentional Conversationalist, where she teaches new entrepreneurs how to create digital dialogues in ways their audience seeks to engage. COVID has pushed many cubicle-based entrepreneurs out of the office and into the field. Nina recognizes this. Therefore, she is driven to help those service-based businesses leverage their stories and heart for people to draw their audience in ways unimagined. She is a hospitality-focused consultant and communication strategist on a mission to rebrand sales and what people believe about God. She teaches subtle salesmanship, audience stewardship, and how to make each moment a whole vibe. Nina and I met through a mutual friend years ago, and we have kept in touch while watching and cheering each other on through our journeys to be all God is calling us to be. We have had many conversations, and let me tell you, the conversations are always so awesome and inspiring that I invited her to be a guest on my show, and she accepted so excited to have her here with us today as we discuss using our gifts for his glory. So Nina, welcome. So happy you're here. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. And you're, you're the bomb, Chandra. <laughs> you know how to just make someone look good and accentuate the positives and everything. So just thank oh, you for you that. You are very welcome. And I mean, you, you come with it. It's yours. You own it. So I'm so excited to have you here. Will you please share a little of what it is you have been working on with your clients over the last year? Yeah. So over the last year, I've been uh, blessed to work with clients who are seasoned professionals, but because of COVID downsizing, they've had to transition into new capacities as entrepreneurs, uh, transition into new career paths. And as a result, they now have to 
come from behind the cubicle to engage the very audience they never thought or imagined they'd Mm -hmm. have to. So teaching them how to not only look good on paper by excavating and pulling out their own voice and their own stories and getting behind their why and the heart of what they do, but also coaching them through uh, how to navigate social engagement, conflict, or responsiveness, making time for be, to be responsive, or doing more than just, you know, thank you when someone comments on your post, just helping them go to the next level because they've never been in that that space before, and then helping them navigate that. Uh, also had the, the, the blessed privilege to speak in front of the mayor of the city of Roswell, and that was awesome, and um, that was in March. And so this year has just been serving um, as the doors have opened and being able to attract and draw clients who see the gift and understand how it could serve them. And then me just deploying it for their sake. Amen. Yes. And it's amazing. You, You know, we might not think about it, but being able to communicate face to face is different when you're communicating via digital means such as email Right. Chat messages, chat box or, you know, through video conferencing, even like it's just it's a little different. And, you know, we might not really think about it very much, but it really is. The etiquette that's needed is different. Yeah. And so what you're doing is very much needed because um, human interaction, it's definitely going to be taking place ongoing digitally. (laughs) as well as face-to-face. And um, I know I might not be using the industry terms um, as you know it or within your industry, but I think, yeah, we all understand the importance of what it is that you do. So, so excited to have you here so we can talk more about your gifts and how you're using them for God's glory. You're welcome. And so let's go ahead and start with our first question. What do we mean when we say we have been given gifts from God? Yeah, I love that question because it it really forces us to look at things so differently. So one thing that I understand uh, that there are things that I see, like my mom, she is a speaker by nature. She has that about her. And I see that that part of her I've inherited. So I'm a public speaker. I'm a communicator because she's like that. She can stand up and captivate. And I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> and then I see there, there are skills that we have, uh, whether it's self-taught, whether we, you know, get our, get a book and we're all engaged in that book and learning new skills or how to use Facebook ads or teaching ourselves things or going back to school. And I, I mean, like if anybody's a nerd out there, that's me. i one or two books a week all day. <laughs> so those are your skills. But then you have those things that only God um, gives us through the Holy Spirit, you know, and that's for the for the sake of building uh, his expanding his presence and kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, being a divine expression of him here on earth so that those who may not know who God is can bear witness of who he is through our fruits and through also for building up the body. I think a lot of times um, we struggle to understand how our gifts are not just for us to eat. Those gifts are for the serving and the fueling and feeding of our local body, our local assembly. So that is what I love about God giving us gifts because there are things that only, there are spaces 
that only LaShondra could feel in this particular gift. Anybody can learn copywriting skills. That's a learned thing. But there are things that only God himself can endow you to walk in. That if I try to mimic and model, I'm sorry, I can't get the certification in LaShondra 101. I just can't do it. That's that's what God, what I love about his uniqueness. It also removes our ability to compete one with another because there's only uh, one LaShondra, one Nina in that place mm -hmm. in, of our gifts. Wow. Yes. I am just grateful for how you broke that down because it's so true. We have skills, but then we have gifts too. And just understanding yes. that our gifts are yes. for us to serve, to serve others. <laughs> And mm -hmm. so, you know, right. I know, some people may be hearing this and it's a pretty common and popular question, but how do we know what our gifts are? Mm -hmm. So I, I like to think of when I think of a gift, I, I feel like sometimes we we use our own lens to try to recognize it, but a gift you know, you come back to sender. So if I receive something and I'm not familiar with it and I un unpack it, you know, I can make assumption about what I think that gift is, or I can go to the one who actually bought that gift, who sent that gift out to me and, and say, Hey, I see this, but how do I make sense of it? Like exa exactly mm -hmm. what is it, you know? Um, and I love that because it not only gives us a good heap of humble slice of pie that we get to eat, but it also keeps us directly connected to the voice of God to pay attention to recognizing these things that only you can do. And so for me, when I, when I understand and look at gifts, I recognize that a gift is very different and distinctive and that a skill can be learned and mimicked. Think, think about how many people go to school for to be a doctor or how many people go to a seminar for public speaking. Everybody is under the sound of that speaker hearing the same exact principles, guiding ideas, um, you know, insight, tips, hacks. But not everybody is going to walk away with the same expression of what they just discovered because our gifts are so unique in the sense that it becomes like a filter in how we express or display that thing. So I learned, I've learned to recognize a gift and that when I look at other people and I see that, oh, we have this in common. Oh, we have this in common. What is that one thing that no matter how many people I surround myself around, they don't think about it the way I do in this particular lane. And when I start to pay attention to that, then it gives me those, I would say, conversation starters. Holy Spirit, I see that you have given me the ability to pick up languages easily. Or you have given me to understand systems and processes, <laughs> hint, hint, LaShondra, plug right there, um, you know, in ways that other people overlook those things. We're looking at the same puzzle, but my eyes are wired and designed to see this puzzle in a way that only God himself can have a fingerprint on that. And so that is when you start to say, ah, okay, God is separating the wheat from the chaff in this regard, because now I'm seeing that this is my lane and no matter how many cars are on it, no one can cross over into it because this is something that I've been divinely appointed mm. to carry out. 
And that is the difference. Um, the sad thing is when you look in the world, we teach people how to mass produce. We don't teach people how to tap into purpose. So because of it, when, when you look at the systems, when you look at the things that are out there, products, tools, you know, there are so many skills that people are selling you, but they're not necessarily showing you how to leverage those skills in your space and you, in your unique sense of being in the way you are in that way only designed. Uh, and so that is very helpful in understanding the difference. Like, God, how can I recognize my gift? Oh, only I can do that. Oh, got it. Okay. That's all me. <laughs> got it. That's, that's, that's my purpose. Okay. Right. And um, it's so true. We know what our gifts are by seeking the gift giver <laughs> who gave us the gift. Yes. That's the one who can tell us about the gift and what it is yes. and how it's unique to us and even how he wants us to use that gift um, for his glory. And so everything that you shared, even defining Amen. the distinction between gifts versus having a skill set, um, it's very helpful if we continue to move forward with that understanding, because it will help to develop mm -hmm. us. It will help to make sure that we are indeed walking in the assignment that God has given us. And so having that, again, yes. that understanding and that clarity, it's so key. And we find it from our heavenly father, the creator, <laughs> the one who gave gifts. Um, and so Thank you so much for sharing. I have another question. Do <laughs> bring it on. I love questions. That's mm -hmm. a basis of a good I conversation. I so love that. Do we need to work on our gifts? And you might have kind of touched on it, but do we need to work on our gifts? Or because we are gifted, we are naturally able to do whatever God has called us to do. Mm, that's a good question. And from, from experience and what, I, what I've seen God show me in that is that, yes, we do have to work on our gifts. Yes, the Holy, it's just like our salvation, right? When we receive salvation, when we walk in that, that's great. We have it now. That's everything. But now the Bible tells us to work out our own soul salvation, meaning now continue to develop that now continue to um, exercise that like a muscle now continue to refine and and not only develop the gift but the sustaining of the gift which is your character so being able to um, look at things that okay I want to work on like I'm I'm late and and so it, this may not be directly connected to my gift but could the stewardship of this area, or the lack thereof hurt the full display of God in this gift because of what I'm not doing outside of developing it, as if that makes sense. So let's say, for example, that you're an amazing uh, graphic designer, but you don't think of what supports that ability to flow in that gift. Well, there are things just like a mind map connected to that exercising of that gift. But if you don't develop the whole of it, you're only going to get so much potential out of it because it won't go to the next level of what's possible. And not only that, but stewardship doesn't just touch money. Stewardship also touches every area we're supposed to manage. 
And that includes how we manage our gifts. Um, one of the things that I've learned from being someone who, you know, picks up language, picks up language rather quickly. One of the things that I saw about myself is when I don't use Spanish or sign language or Japanese, any of the languages that mm -hmm. God has given me to speak, I begin to shrink back in a way where when I'm around people who are natively speaking those languages, I'm losing the ability to immediately recall those things because it's like a muscle. You have to add protein to it. You have to build on it. You have to deploy it. You have to exercise it. You have to ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need to do to make the most of this gift so that you get the maximum utilization, the greatest return possible from me using it um, to benefit others for your name's sake? And I've seen that that pleases God because he wants you to express his nature. He wants to be seen. It's not about us being seen. He wants to be seen through us. And so if we're not asking the Holy Spirit, how should I be developing this? How should I, should I be journaling every night? Should I be, you know, speaking into the mic as if I'm speaking mm -hmm. to a million people already? Like what, what should I be doing already to use what you've given me so that I can make sure that I have max reach for your namesake? And the Holy Spirit, he will guide you on what to do with that. But it's also paying attention to those, those practical things that you may miss that also supports and sustain the gift mm. and the use of it. Amen. I hope that answers oh, the question. Yes, I'm not sure. Because you were touching on the fact that we have to exercise our gifts. And you even gave a wonderful yes. example about just your um, gift. And I guess I somewhat have a question. Would that be your gift or would that be your skill to be able to pick up languages? Um, because I agree, you know, it's kind of, it's interesting because they say once you learn how to ride a bike, you never forget. No, there's no difference there. And the reason being is this. I think of it like this. You, you being a gift giver, because the Bible tells us we look to nature to see, to see God, the work of work of nature. We get right. to see the handiwork of God through nature. We, we understand God, right? So we can look at very practical things to understand the spiritual nature of things as well. And so I look at it like this. Let's say I give you a notebook or let's say I give you a vase or computer that is a gift coming from a gift giver. You receive it, you shelve it, you never really use it. You don't tinker with it. You don't understand it. You don't seek to grasp understanding. You don't see how the Holy Spirit wants you to use it. You're, you're losing sight of it. And as a result, it's just mm. collecting dust. Not only is it becoming stale because you can get that notebook and still have some function of it, but it won't be as crisp as it was when you first received it. So it still has to be used just like if you did use a skill. Now, will the whole, can the Holy Spirit come upon you or, or work through you in that 
moment? Yes, because his will will prevail. So if he wants to use you, there have been times when I'm like um, somewhere and, and languages, to be honest with you, is not just a skill. To, it, it, for someone to be able to learn, hear a language and learn it quickly, that's actually a gift. Not everybody can do that. Now, a skill, someone may go to Spanish class, take weeks and weeks and weeks and months. So there is a difference in this in very distinct way, but it is the same principle. They both need to be exercised. They both need to be put to use. They both need to be, you know, toyed with and learned and looked at. And as a scientist, looking at this thing and putting it together and then also sitting with the master counselor, you know, Holy Spirit, I'm seeing this, how to use it. So it does have to be exercised and developed um, and used. Wow. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing clarity to my question. Um, as I was asking about the difference between the gifts versus a skill set and whether or not you need to work on them. And the answer is absolutely mm -hmm. yes, you do. You have to. Yeah. And so does everybody have gifts? Well, I will say that we all are supposed to receive gifts. Um, we all have gifts. Not everybody because gifts come from the spirit of God. So it's different than inherited, inheriting a talent or ability or learning a skill, which those things are naturally given. A gift, the Bible says, comes from the spirit of God. So though we may have dormant gifts, because like the person who doesn't recognize that Christ already died for them, you know, Christ doesn't have to redie because they're not saved. You know, he's already did that for all of mankind once and for all, you know, it's just whether they choose to come into the reality of the rights that are established for them already. It's the same thing. God has already endowed them with gifts by the Holy Spirit. Will they come into the knowledge of that and to the relationship and the fullness of that relationship with the Holy Spirit? And will they seek him to understand what those gifts are and to understand how to put those gifts to use? So that question, you, you are, man, LaShondra, you know, these are God ordained mm -hmm. questions. Okay. I'm feeling Please it. Thank you. Glory. <laughs> It's helping somebody. Amen. You are. You're the bomb.com. Okay. Um, and to Amen. God be the glory. Clearly he has endowed you with great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, we do have those gifts, but, and that's the, that's the sad thing, that, but it's also a great motivator. It's sad because imagine how many people have gifts that only the Holy Spirit can give them, unlock that um, access or unveil that to them. Um, but because of their lack of that connection and because of them being lost, they think they're living their best life. They're like, oh, I'm on top, I'm thriving. And they're only living a portion of their potential because they have great skills, might be giving them a payday, but whose life is it truly changing in the, in the realm of their soul? you know, um, or, uh, expressing the kingdom, you know? And so that's, that's, that's the sad thing. The great motivator is it inspires us as believers to go out and to ask the Holy spirit, how can we use our gifts to evangelize so that people will recognize their right. own? It's about impact, greater kingdom impact. Yes. Amen. So yes. why might someone use their gift while someone else does not? So mm -hmm. many things. I, I, I'm glad you sent these questions to me ahead to look and kind of so many things, because these things were really stewing in me. Um, 
especially this question, because it kind of breaks your heart when you think about it. Uh, one person will put their gift to use, won't put their gift to use because they don't, they don't think their gift can be profitable or they don't see their gift that they're afraid of it being profitable, but maybe not glorifying God or the opposite end of that. Um, insecure about the value of their gift, lack of spiritual eyes or insight to recognize and discern their gift and the presence of their gift. There are so many reasons um, that people will have that they don't use their gift. Um, maybe not recognizing opportunity. So they have their gift, but because they don't recognize opportunity, they don't even, they don't put it to use. They're not planting in the right soil. Um, versus someone who recognizes this is a perfect opportunity for me to not only test the waters, but for me to hear God and obey God and to practice obedience. And so th that that is a that is it, a part of it. But there's so many, man, there's so many reasons that you could probably mm -hmm. list. Um, selfishness, maybe not wanting to sacrifice what comes along with that gift because that gift may require them to surrender the very thing they was after originally. Um, I, I, I know, cause I've been there where I had to completely redefine what sec success was for me and understanding that my gift wasn't for me to eat. My gift was to feed, you know, um, not just eat alone, but to feed also. So there are so many reasons that we probably could do a podcast on that You're one right. alone that would serve so many people because I think there's a lack of understanding concerning that. And also um, that's an area that I feel like the body needs to step there. We need to step up on because you got so many local churches that they're not even having departments or areas where people can be trained in recognizing their gifts or putting to use. Um, and so there's just so many things with that. Yes, I agree. And really, at the end of the day, it all comes back to it's not about us. We have been given gifts to right. serve and it's for God's glory, because ultimately yes. God wants everyone to be in a relationship with him. He sent his son, Jesus, yes. to die on the cross to allow us to be able to come back into a relationship with him. Whereas before we had lost right. And so now that he has given us even that gift, the gift of salvation, um, you're right. We have to receive it. And yes. once we, you know, accept that this is the gift that God has given us through his son, Jesus Christ. And then, you know, Jesus, he also gave us gifts to help us be successful here in this life on this earth and to serve others. But it all comes full circle um, back to we're, we're offering it back up to God, you know, it's for his glory. It's, it's to yes. have an impact <laughs> here on the earth. So, yes. Um, yes. And some people do recognize it. They surrender and they humble themselves mm. and allow the Lord to yes. use them. And so that's why mm -hmm. they are using their gift because they, ha they, they yes. come to that understanding that it's not about me. And, you know, I think the scripture talks about um, he who tries to save his life, will lose it, but he who loses it saves it. And so oh just being goodness. able to allow Holy Spirit, like you said, just to be to, to allow the Lord to use us. I mean, it's so wonderful. 
But you said something mm-hmm. that's also so true. Why some people may not use their gifts is because there may be <laughs> there's a sacrifice and or there's something we don't want to give up. We just, you know, we, we struggle to humble and submit. Yes. And so you're right. That alone could be an entire podcast. <laughs> that right. alone could be an entire right. podcast episode. But thank you so much for taking the time to just identify some reasons why someone might use their gift versus, versus why they might not use their gift. And so as we yeah. were coming near the end of this um, show, what are the results of using our gifts versus not using our gifts? And um, it's so funny because as we're going through, I know sometimes we touch on the questions, but let's just talk about it. What are the results of using our gifts versus not using our gifts? Lashandra, the biggest one, The biggest result I feel like for us as believers is the redemption of a person's soul. That hands down is the greatest result. Um, Because at the end of the day, there are so many great results um, of people using their gifts. Everything from growth and development of a church, uh, expanding because of everybody being in their right their right space, um, co-workers coming to know the Lord and now no longer being apprehensive or on the fence, but willing to try and to, to learn more about God and pursue him. Families, kids no longer thinking that they need to pursue the model of success shown by the world, but understanding that that God wants us to be wealthy and God wants us to have an abundant life and a life that exceeds above what we can ask, think, or imagine. God desires that for us. We just have to retrain ourselves in understanding that, but he does. The results could be um, mended families. I've seen my kids blossom in ways that I wouldn't imagine by them discovering and uncovering and learning their gifts and how to use their gifts more and more. Um, I've also seen what can happen to people when they don't and they're frustrated and they leave the church because they feel like I don't have somewhere to plug in or I don't, I don't have somewhere where I can make sense of this. No one's helping me guide me through this process. So there are so many um, results. And like you said, we've tapped on it already, but there are so many great things that can come out of it. And to me, nothing <laughs> like I, I've been blessed to I've been blessed to travel to New York and, and to be a keynote speaker. I've been blessed to see some amazing things happen through God using my gifts. But nothing matters to me as much as seeing someone say she just rebranded what I thought about God, what I thought about church, what I thought about going to church, what I thought about citizens of God's kingdom. Because just like salesmanship has a bad connotation, just like discipline has a bad connotation. My dad was very militant, LaShondra. So to me, when I got older, I didn't want anything to do with discipline because I remember the plastic sofas. I was like, (laughs) why have a sofa we can't sit on? What is the function in a sofa with plastic and we can't even use it, but we can look at it. Even God made his gates pearls, but you can open them. You know, you know, like it just made you realize like 
God, what are we doing here? And so for the longest time, there was something there, but then understanding the beauty of when people are attracted to the kingdom of God because of us being on post, using and deploying our gifts and using them effectively and not only our gifts, but everything attached mm -hmm. to them. Prime example, in order for you to have this wonderful, anointed, gifted, blessed podcast, there are things that have to go in and out mm -hmm. of that. There are all kinds of stuff that happens behind the scenes that people don't see. If you're not diligent in those behind the scene things, how can the front, the face and front thing go forward uh, off the way that the way God wants mm -hmm. it to, the way that glorifies God and that elevates you and, your, and what he's called you to do? You know, so it's also looking at that. And so when I see a soul and a person turned on to the kingdom and, 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 and pressed upon because of they see the excellence um, moved and now ready to open up to conversations they would otherwise be locked out of or wouldn't care to even engage in and, 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 and participate in, man, listen, that, that hands down, that, that beats, that beats anything. That beats any shark telling me we're going to fund you. That beats anything because I've seen it at work. I've seen it at work. And it is just, um, it, it'll bring you to tears when you see someone who will tell you, thank you for showing up the way you did. Because, you know, I I left church this time or, or you know, um, this was my thought about people or just, just however God chooses to show up in that experience. Um, and so, yeah, I, I hope that, I hope that's encouraging to even your audience to hear so that they're inspired and motivated by your courage to have this podcast and for them to know that gifts really matter. Mm. So. Yes. Nina, thank you. Thank you so much because you really took the time to, to answer um, each question thoughtfully. And I know that using our gifts, it's just so important. Developing our yeah. gifts is so important. And how, um, again, it really is it, ministry. It's ministry yes. and it's serving yes. others and God is just so good how he allows us to even just have the the gift of being able to use our gifts. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful thing all the way around. It is. It is. And I just really feel like I need to share that we are, as individuals, responsible for our mm. gifts. And even though there may be times that we want to put the responsibility on others and or not take up the responsibility come on it's still our responsibility and we yes. can't blame the church we can't blame yes. our jobs we can't blame our yes. parents or anyone else that we might try to blame for not mm. using our gifts it's it's wow. our responsibility and wow. if we need to reach out and ask for help we need to be advocates self-advocate mm -hmm. we need to reach out and we can ask holy spirit first and foremost god said yes. if we need wisdom we can ask him we can seek him we can go to him he is our helper he's a yes. ever-present help in our time of need and so i know that might be hard to hear sometimes but it's just so true mm -hmm. that we yeah. have to be accountable 
um, because we're responsible for ourselves, no one else. Um, we can have influence. We can, you know, um, share with others, encourage others. But we are, we are ultimately responsible for for ourselves and our decisions yeah. that we make. So if you um, would like to learn more about Nina, to have a conversation with her, to reach out to her regarding her services. Nina, will you please share that with us now? Because we've had a wonderful conversation and I know that some of my listeners, they will want to follow up with you. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us. Yeah. yeah, so currently you can find me on Instagram at the uh, intentional conversationalist. Well, intentional conversationalist, unfortunately they don't let you get that many letters. <laughs> Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, but YouTube, I also have a channel there and a website, um, which, yeah. And I <laughs> so, will be sharing this as well in the description yeah. as I share the podcast publicly with everyone. So Nina, thank you. Thank you so much for just thank taking you. the time to be here and to share thank your you. gift with us. And, um, Vessels of Grace, I hope you have found this inspirational and educational and that you enjoy the rest of your morning, your afternoon or evening. Goodbye. Well, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned for the next one or catch one you might have missed. Until next time, may peace and grace always be your portion.